Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. Very excited to have Terry Tran back from the Freedom Trader. How are you going, Terry? Extremely well. Thank you, Andrew, for having me back. Mate, it's great to have you back as always and I love talking to you and, and really about this topic of investing off farm and, and today we're going to cover these three key reasons that farmers make world-class investors. Now, Terry, you, you, you're working with a, a lot of farmers. Yes, I am. Uh, we've got about uh, just over 100 farming families now and usually it's also the husband and wife working together. So in actual fact, we've probably got about 200 farmers uh, that we're now actively teaching and educating, which is awesome. Oh, mate, it's fantastic. And, and, and the reason I wanted to do this podcast with you, I mean, you and I spoke offline about this and, and you just feel or see that they really have the, um, the personality traits to succeed in, in investing, particularly in, in, in share investing, Terry. So is this a, is this a generalization or is this, is this common across most of these farmers that you're working with? Is it something that you, you can see that, wow, they've got the, they've got the, um, really the, the skills or the gears? What is it? From, from a, before we, we drill down into the three areas, what is it from a bigger, bigger picture that you sense that farmers can make you know, better, better traders? Better I think from, yeah, it's actually quite interesting because I've, uh, as you know, uh, I was referred uh, the one farmer uh, a number of years ago by, actually from yourself, uh, Darren Fiona Sanders. Yes. And uh, from there, I just saw them start growing. Um, and their return slash performance is nothing short of extraordinary actually and over time because we've now got quite a number of farmers and just looking across the board because we've got over 500 well over five almost 600 students now and a lot of them of course are farmers and just from looking at purely performance wise it just seems like the consistency is coming from the farmers and i think it's it's really because of uh, the uh, not exactly uh, not just only the skill because of course we teach the skill but so everyone has the same skill mm-hmm. but on the psychological front the farmers seem to have a, a, a much bigger advantage compared to city folk like myself because uh, they've been, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether they've been born with it, but because of their daily life experiences on the farm and how they run the farm, their psychological uh, makeup is a, a very big advantage of that. And one of them is, for example, like patience, things like that. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I'm, I'm keen to rip straight into these um, yeah. because you shared with me the three reasons and when you compare it to farming it's it's of course um essential to have these if you like personality traits to succeed in farming farming terry so let's just focus on that first one that you just mentioned patience yes um and and let's just firstly look at what you know why is that so important in farming Mm -hmm. um and then and then why is that such an important trait to have to succeed in investing yeah, I think with farming and trading is very similar. In a way, it's quite similar because ultimately we are both uh, on both ends on the farming front. On the farming front, your uh, farmers are either growing crops or buying and selling, for example, you know, cattle, herds of cattle, sheep. Example on the trading front, very similar as well because all you, all we are doing is something very similar. We're buying stock and also selling stock, but rather than being extremely active. The the makeup of a, of a farmer is, is there that we talk about the patience. They're able to, you know, for example, plant seed and let it grow. And then when there's always a time to plant and there's also always a time to harvest, exactly the same as investing. There's always a, a time to buy stock, certain times that you don't even touch stock at all. And there's also certain times where you should be selling stock. 
So it's exactly the same. And in that patience allows them to do that without uh, that impatience of most that most city folk uh, possess. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely true, isn't it? There, there's a, you have to plant the seed if you're a cropping farmer and you have to patiently wait for ideally some rain to come to help that seed out and then obviously that seed's going to grow and then there's a, there's, a, there's a time to harvest. And if you were to look at um, an impatient personality, Terry, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm guessing as well you would see this across the board. So many people lack patience, therefore they, they never really realise their potential when it comes to investing, correct? Why is that? I think partly it's because uh, the... I think on one hand, it's probably the education. There is a lot of education out there which tra- uh, teach, for example, sort of daily trading where you sort of uh, buy stock, you need to sell stock within a certain amount of time and you need to make money immediately. Uh, and uh, by having that mindset straight up front, uh, the stock market is not like that. When you, it's, it's more like the farming side. When you, you buy something, you do need uh, to give it time for the value to eventually. So if you're buying stock, for example, say a stock price has dropped dramatically, you take advantage of the stock price. The stock price does not immediately within the day, uh, potentially even a few days, straight away go back up. It does take time for other value fund managers. And when I talk about value fund managers, they are the smart, I call smart money, where uh, people like myself, we, we fundamentally know what something is worth. We will buy them cheap. We'll do the research, buy them cheap. And then once we buy them, we do hold on to them and, and allow other fund managers to then jump on board and push the price back up. And that potentially is down the track. Maybe it could be weeks or a number of months down the yes. track. That's when we sell out and make the profit that we need to, exactly like farming. Yes. Oh, mate, very, very true. So this second trait that um, you and I spoke about, persistence, let's talk a little bit about persistence. And, mm. mate, I mean, I, I would actually like for you to um, share with our audience your, your story um, because I think it is a persistent story about why you actually do what you do, Terry, and the persistence of your parents um, and the, the, really the trip across. You want to maybe just talk a little bit more about that because it really is a, a backbone to, I think, uh, why you do what you do. But then I want to link this back to, um, in, into farming and, and trading mm. and investing. Yeah. I mean, why I do what I do is because uh, I recall when I was in uh, – Couple of, I think it's been now a couple of years ago when I was in Adelaide at your very first, I guess at my very first farming conference that I attended and saw, I think it was about 180 farms, almost 200 farms in the room. And I literally had a tear come down my eye because I realized at that point in time when I was sitting in, in, the, in the audience, I realized uh, why I was actually here because I then linked, was able to somehow link back to the time where exactly 40 years ago this year, uh, is my 40th year in, in, in this beautiful country of ours. And 40 years ago, uh, Australia, plus uh, the when I looked at all the farmers' faces, I realised not themselves, but their the generations that passed, their families accepted my family or my mum and myself into this beautiful country. And now I realise that uh, it's just come almost like full circle where uh, their families have allowed our family to come to this country and all I'm now doing is, is able to now give back and help and sort of pay it forward to the farming uh, community that has given me and my family so much in this beautiful country. So it's, it's my way of giving back and educating this farming or, or this, this country and as well as the farmers how to now you know, build wealth outside their farm. So it's, that's my biggest why now. Very interesting, mate, because um, – and from a pers- pers- persistence point of view, I, I'd love for you just to share a little bit about um, how you got here. 
because yeah. I think it really is a persistent story. And, and I know you, you speak very much about your mum and the persistence that she has. Yeah. I mean, uh, f- uh, for those who don't know, uh, 40 years ago, uh, we escaped the Vietnam War. And in the middle of the night, we basically ran. Uh, we bought a ticket with uh, my, my, my father used to run a, a fleet of trucks. Uh, that was his own business. But when the communism came through, uh, they took everything. So we, as a family, we were actually starving. And that's the reason why we had to leave that country uh, back in the late 70s. And we swapped what we had left over into gold bars. And those gold bars bought our, ourselves a ticket uh, to so-called freedom. So in the middle of the night, we, on, we boarded a boat, never knew whether we'll make it or not. But it was a wooden tug, 18 meter long. Uh, but there were 300 others on top with our family. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can imagine 300 people in an 18 meter tug. Uh, that was uh, a rusted old wooden tug. Whether we'll make it or not, or not is another story. Uh, but we ended up being lost in that in that in that boat ride. And in actual fact, the boat was taken on board water, so we were slowly sinking. But uh, the uh, we were then luckily enough saved by a, a cargo ship, which uh, transported us to a nearby refugee camp. But unfortunately, though, my father did pass away mm. uh, on the island and my mum and myself, uh, we were uh, accepted uh, into this beautiful country. But then I saw my mother uh, through sheer hard work, you know, doing two jobs, working in the factory in the, in the morning, uh, then washing dishes at night, learning English uh, because she came uh, as a 22-year-old widow. She came with no English and then also having to look after me as well. And at the same time, knowing that she, she herself knew that there was also the big family because she comes from a big family of, of eight and having to that longer term plan now without my father, which was really the leader of the family, but now without, without him having to do the two jobs, save the money, send back money to Vietnam uh, to, so the family at least won't starve while they were waiting. And over a period of that decade of doing two jobs, working in the factory, washing dishes, raising myself, uh, being able to over time, literally immigrate the entire family, the father, the mother, which is my grandf- my grandparents, as well as six other brothers and sisters into the, into the country. So that was a sheer persistence of a willpower of one woman uh, that lost her husband and uh, towing around a two-year-old, which was me at the time. It's, a, it's an amazing story and, and, and a story of persistence, Terry, and it's something that um, as, a, as a client of yours through Freedom Trader, I, uh, not just myself, but so many see that you, you obviously have um, a mission, if you like, or a persistence of wanting to help people uh, learn these skills that you, I, I think you've been blessed with and, and, and giving back to others. Like it's very clear to me that you've got a, a big why um, and you really, really want to pass that, that skill on, if you like, to others. And I, I want to I talk about what it is you see in farmers and why this trait of persistence that obviously your mum has, Terry, you've got it. Mm. Um, and, and why, yeah, why do you think farmers have this and, and why this, and then I want you to link that to why is this so important when it comes to succeeding in investing? I think even on looking at my own front, um, I, when I speak to farmers, I, I, I sort of share that same, that same mentality as well, because even myself, I, one thing that allowed me to be where I am is, is, is it is also sheer persistence. So I, I learned that from my mum. <clears throat> But at the same time, myself, my own journey, when I started, I also learned from, I, I caught the wrong people that taught me the, in, in terms of investing and trading the, the wrong way. Mm. And initially, my side was actually quite bad where we, myself, I lost uh, over a period of um, 18 months, we lost just over $100,000 mm-hmm. from you know, doing the wrong thing or investing the wrong way. And so through that 
and then having to now you know look for the right teachers and you know persisting through that mm. but then also seeing farmers uh when they go through hardship you know especially now with you know the, the drought that's that's happened for quite a while now so uh, certain farmers are okay but i know a, a, a vast amount of farmers are also suffering from the drought that we we this country is actually currently having as well so seeing them also suffer through those periods of times of drought flooding um sometimes even bad commodity prices things like that and then being able to persist through that and and you know just just knowing that a, a brighter future a brighter day is is down the track but being able to push through that and not giving up uh that is something that i really do give it to the farmers I mean, it's enormous, and you're absolutely right. The persistence is there, and, and particularly the not giving up. And so why is this trait so important with investing? Because with investing, you know, just like farming, nothing is a straight line. So people think that you, know, you, you invest one day, you learn all the skills, and you literally you will succeed the next day or the next week or the next month. And I, I talk about the uh, the the learning curve, you know, it's logarithmic. So at, at first, when you, you, you get into this game, it's right away, you won't see the, the immediate, you may not actually see the immediate returns. The ones who, who show that, and I don't believe that's the right thing. I actually show the, that, that experience curve where within firstly, within the first, usually three, six months, you are actually learning, learning the skill, learning the process, and you may not see the, the high returns right away. But over time, as you develop the skill and you get better and better, and then you're able to experience all different market conditions because in the end, the stock market, just like any form of investing, nothing goes up like in a straight line. There are times where you reap, you know, you reap the rewards. There are times when the market will drop and you will see your portfolio drop uh, as well in terms of value. But to not be afraid of that and have the patience to wait it out, but also mm-hmm. work it out. And in actual fact, also have the persistence to uh, even take advantage of those periods because when prices drop, you know, uh, just like farming, uh, you take advantage of low prices and being able to, for example, buy buy her, um, buy buy stock or buy buy seeds, buy herds of cattle at a lower price, and then allowing that time period, which now comes into patience, to allow that to also go back up in value as well. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because that those two really can't exist without the other pers- persistence and patience, really. Because you need both, Terry. Yeah, correct. Um, because you're not going to probably have patience without persistence nor persistence without patience. So, you, you know, what, what I'm hearing here is the, um, the farmers understand that they might go through a, a tough period, but they've got persistence to see through that um, and, and also patience before they execute um, and, and really harvest a, a profitable crop, if you like, or they understand that, um, you know, the drought won't last. So they've got the patience to maybe stay through there and, and not, not give up during that period. Um, so, so they're very much uh, interlinked. Yeah, yeah. I always say that both of these those traits are actually in very, very uh, extremely intertwined. Yes, that, uh, one can't exist with the, without the, pretty much without the other. Yeah. So um, the third trait I want to uh, talk about process. And firstly, why is it that? Well, let, let's talk about what do you mean by process. For me, process is just a systemized, I guess, a system that allows you to calmly know uh, when to take advantage of opportunities, exactly, uh, especially when prices, for example, drop, and knowing how to evaluate companies or stocks, knowing what to buy, when to buy, when to sell, yes. and then 
following that process, allowing that process to sort of dictate so you're uh, unemotionally attached to the market or to whatever yes. you're doing. So therefore, you just know that to get from A to B, you don't have to uh, rely on so-called gut feeling or, you know, how do you feel about this? It's all about just following from exactly the same, you know, sort of the action steps from, uh, from you know, the ABs, basically A to Z, and it will get you from where you are now to where you want to get to. Mm. So it's just daily following that. Yeah. Farmers, uh, I will agree with you. They are really strong um, with this, Terry. I mean, I, uh, they're very good at getting a set of instructions from, from my experience and what I've, what I've seen. Mm. Um, and, for example, going to Ikea, buying a piece of furniture and actually following the instructions to build it. Yeah. Um, now, I just want to ask you from a generalized sense, even from looking at the general population, why do so many people struggle with that step, Terry, struggle following instructions to a T? What I think it? again, again, this is the, the that intertwining that. So we had the the, the patience, the persistence, and yeah. most city folk actually lack the patience. So therefore, what they usually do, and this is from even from my recent uh, recent webinar when I was speaking, uh, and some of the questions that came through, right? They asked me, "Oh, do you do? Uh, how do you do this and do that?" And and actually, if I said, "Oh, you missed," uh, that was actually really covered in module, uh, for example, week two, week three. But now they're on week four. And what they did was they actually uh, skipped those modules and went straight to module four, knowing, thinking that uh, they'll be okay with that. So, interesting. So, which is interesting because they were given a set of instructions, but yet they selectively chose what to, what to study or learn and what not to learn, thinking that they'll be right without having that knowledge. And then yeah. just going straight for the so-called the, the action steps to get the result, but without the foundational learnings. And this is where farmers are extremely great at that because they literally will, they get the set of instructions and they'll go through every single video, every single exercise, and they'll do it compared to the city folk, which selectively choose because they want to speed up the process, but then end up making a, a ton of mistakes afterwards and paying for it. Mate, I mean, I, I think it's, <laughs> as, a, as a business coach as well, I see this um, with, with businesses and, and the you're absolutely right. They, they they think by skipping a step, they can achieve the outcome quicker, which is a lack of patience, correct? And yes, and um, they might have persistence. Mm. You know, they but 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 farmers have an ability to understand um, if if we skip a step on the farm, hmm. um, if if we if we miss something when it comes to planting, or if we, if we, for example, we're looking after livestock for a year and we we miss um, drenching them. Mm. That's going to, you know, kill off bugs, etc. Um, it's going to cause havoc down the track. That, I think farmers really understand that. So, so as a result, they they follow a proven process that can deliver a defined outcome, Terry. And and what you're saying is, um, farmers are, are more likely to follow those steps. I mean, even if we were to use Darren and Fiona, they're more likely to just follow it one by one, correct? Mm. So they may move a little bit slower. However, they're going to get a, a better outcome and a better result, correct? Yes. And, and that's why I always tell the, uh, the, uh, the, the general population, that not, not the farms because I, because I don't need to, to slow down to speed up. Mm. So slow down the learning process and not sort of try to rush through everything, uh, thinking that you know, they can speed up the, uh, the, the result, but uh, to actually slow down and learn everything. And in the end, 
they'll get to where they want to get to, but in a much smoother format without uh, making mistakes as well as uh, financial losses along the way. And then they have to come back to it anyway and then learn the missing steps. So they're actually taking much far longer uh, than the farmers, for example, which is actually quite interesting. Yeah, and, and, and what you said was correct. Well, you know what a system is in the ultimately is um, uh, having a process-driven format that creates a defined result at the end. Yeah. And that is what farms are so good at. They follow everything to the T, and at the end, they'll get the defined result. Yes. Take the emotion out of it as well, Terry, because the, let the system d- d- distinguish um, whether, whether an investment's worth taking or not um, because – Really, so many people uh, might be down at the pub and, and they'll hear someone talking about a particular stock um, and they think, great, and without having any form of process or system behind them at all, they'll, they'll go out and they'll take, let's say, 40% of their money, Terry, and maybe mm. buy that stock. Yeah. Um, and, and straight away, um, what you teach and what you've learned is, is, is straight off the cuff. There's, there's just craziness in, in, in that particular methodology in, in investing. Yes. Correct? Uh, number one, you know, you, you've got a system around um, position size. Yes. Correct? So, so only putting a small percentage of your, your money into, into a share and you have a, a system around here are the indicators that need to be in place for when you actually buy a stock, Correct. Yes. A system around here's what needs to happen before you sell a stock. Um, so I, I feel that really what you've created with the Freedom Trader is um, is a proven process, would be fair to say, of if you were to follow this and follow it to a T, mm. um, you'll succeed. And you've got patience and you've got persistence. If you, if, you, if you put the effort in, if you follow my process, follow my, my system, it will, it will produce a desired result for you. Yeah, correct, and and it's produce, also producing the re- desired result uh, with with also re- re- dramatically re- also reducing the risk as well. Yes. So the the other you know taking emo- the emotion out of it and having so called gut feeling of you know what would work what won't work. Sometimes it works, but majority of the time it actually doesn't work through gut feeling. But having a defined re- uh, a defined system that just takes you there, but at the same time that design that system also allows you to therefore dramatically reduce the risk because you're following the system and not blind sort of blindly either taking tips or following other people Mm. so a farmer who works big hours terry Hmm. um they uh there's a lot of things outside their control on farming as you know weather prices etc yes um they let's assume they um decide to learn the skill of trade of, of investing yes through through you mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about your upcoming online training shortly but um, they, they put the effort they put the time in they they had the patience they've got the persistence mm. uh, they follow the process yes um, let's fast forward 10 years and let's just look at where, where what what could life be like for that person what 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 could they create over a decade? Um, if, if they, if they honor these three traits, learn the skills, um, and, and, and implement. My dream is, is, is not to necessarily have, you know, farmers, for example, quit their farm and sort of, uh, move everything away from farming all the way into the investing side. My dream is actually the main thing is that, that I do this is I, I understand that a lot of the, the farmers are also generational farm where a lot of the farms have been passed on from their families and they want to keep that going, which is, which is actually awesome. Because I think, you know, that's what our country does need, you know, the farmers and a lot of people 
are not aware of that, which I, I find quite sad. The farmers are extremely important to our economy and to our country. So my dream for farmers is that they create this, this portfolio over time. And when I say over time, you know, that, that decade you're talking about, and every year, in terms of success, if I can see farmers creating, say, a double-digit type, you know, 10% plus type portfolio, 10, 15, 20% per annum, but consistently doing it and, and not have the risk where, you know, one year they might do well and then the other year they, they lose a bunch of money. But it's just that consistency. And uh, in, even in, in bad times, they might be flat, for example, mm-hmm. but yet the years after they'll, they'll dramatically improve their performance. You know, sometimes, uh, for example, even 25, 30% per annum. And that's very possible as well. So over time, if they, they can compound their wealth, have another portfolio that uh, allows them over a decade, the farming then therefore becomes just also a, I, I guess, another, you know, um, the portfolio will therefore provide or potentially either supplement or even replace the farming income that they've always generated. So farming on one hand is the cash flow. The other side is the, is the asset base, but that will also produce cash flow at the same time once it gets to a, a, a certain number as well. Yeah, so they've got the ability to to, to um, take a lot of risk away, Terry. So mm. if they if they do experience you know a number of years of um, dry or drought and, and zero yeah. income off the farming, they've got another income um, that they can rely on, which just gives them peace of mind. Correct? Yeah, correct. And and that's where I I my main one of my main goals is to have them take the risk out of farming. So therefore, no matter what happens on the farm. They're always they're, them themselves and their family are always safe because they've always got this port, this this very powerful portfolio on the side that will take care of themselves in time in in the bad times of farming, whether yeah. maybe the you know on the weather related on the drought the flooding things like that or bad commodity prices or even some I know some farms are also getting squeezed by the big uh, the grocery chains like the Coles and the the Woolworths, but having this portfolio supplement and take care of their family in those times. That is my ultimate um, dream, if I can help them do that. And Terry, um, really last question, but you don't need mm. enormous amounts of money to start either, do you? Like you, you can start relatively um, with a small amount of cash flow to, to, to begin investing. It's not like you need millions of dollars, for example, to, 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 to start investing. No, not, not necessarily. And uh, even with the, uh, the, the, the students that come to me and they say, you know, they've got hundreds of thousands of dollars and they want to invest it right away. I say, no, hang on there. You, yeah. you want to slow it down. Make sure that you get the process right. And it will take three, six months to actually learn the process and get that, that going. And it's that, it's that big myth that you need big money to make big returns. No, you don't. What you do need, though, is you need to actually start right away mm. because even a small amount of cash flow, and I'm talking, when I say small, I'm talking about $100, $200 a week. And you treat that almost like a savings plan. So whatever cash flow you, you're able to draw out up net of, you know, net of all the expenses and that's free cash flow, where a lot of businesses as well as farmers, what they generally will do is just do, they'll, they'll of course, they always, you should have a, a rainy day fund where there's an emergency cash fund where if you need it, you've got it. But on the other hand, anything excess of that, rather than just putting it into the bank and earning you know, a piddly 1% or 2% per annum, that cash flow can now start generating a far bigger return and i'm talking about the 10 20 uh, 10 15 20 percent per annum on that cash no matter how small it is exactly and you, you've got a lot more control over your money terry rather than whacking it into some institution that takes big big um, percentage cuts and really uh, in, in many ways what i've learned from investing in those types of vehicles um when 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 you dig underneath the surface, the, the people investing my money have got they don't have a proven process either. They they're just sort of winging it themselves. That's that's what I get very frustrated about when I'm allowing someone else to grow my money 
Mm. Um, you know, really, how much research have we all done to actually look at well, what system are they using? How much training have they got? Mm. Um, and because I'm learning more and more, having having been a student of yours, that uh, you actually teach us to become really very world class investors through your process. That, that's what you do. You're empowering the mums and dads um, to, to take ownership of, of, of what they do with their hard-earned money and, and you help them grow that money at, a, in, my, in my opinion, a, a higher return than what I could do even putting it through a, you know, a, a, um, a so-called share investor, someone else is going to look mm. after money. So it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so patience, persistence, process, Terry. Now I know we, there's an online training, free webinar coming up i'm probably putting you on the spot here sure um do you know the url off the top of your head uh yeah it's uh yeah it's uh basically uh www.thefreedomtrader.com and then forward slash farm wealth all one word www.thefreedomtrader.com forward slash farm wealth Correct. One word. We will put the details on our website, everyone. If you find this um, podcast on farmlandsacademy.com, you'll be able to also link through to that. But uh, really, what, what can people expect from that online training, Terry? What, what's the, um, it's a free, but what, 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 do, what do people get out of it? Uh, this is one of my signature events where I just love educating. So what people get out of it right away uh, with, within that 90 minutes uh, by the time they get out of it, they'll know straight away going forward, if someone ever gives them a tip about a stock or a potential investment, the the four criteria they need to look out for, the numbers, the, the, the main numbers that actually matter, and you can literally choose and know whether the investment or the tip that they've been given, whether that's actually even worthwhile looking to, to research further uh, and knowing what to buy, basically what to buy, and even more importantly, what to avoid going forward. So, you know, just focusing on the best investments that's out there and letting go of everything else. Very, very powerful, Terry. Uh, I've, I've done the training and um, will be also on there. So really recommend it to farmers to come along and learn about um, how, to, how to go about this. Um, do you have any concluding co- uh, comments you'd like to share to, to the farmers listening to this podcast, Terry? Yeah, I think um, it's, it's, it's vitally important that farmers understand that uh, it's, it's just from seeing with so many farmers now and seeing a lot of the issues that's happening, especially with the weather-related, uh, I call it disasters that's happening right now, it is extremely important that they start thinking about their future in terms of diversifying away from not just the farm, still running the farm, that provides a lot of cash flow in good times, but in bad times having something else that will generate wealth outside the farm so their, their family and themselves are always looked after no matter what and to begin it right away because for myself, I think that uh, the, the word compounding, uh, it needs time. So the sooner that you start, they start right away, they can allow their wealth to start compounding at the right, uh, at, you know, even if it's 10, 15, 20%, they'll be surprised at the amount of wealth they will generate over that, that decade, uh, decade plus long period of time. Terry, it's been fantastic as per usual. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast and I uh, look forward to seeing you on the online training, mate. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me again. See you later, everyone. Thank you, Terry. See you, Andrew.